Hey everyone, welcome back to the Legal Page Podcast. Now this week is a continuation of our business talk and discussion about growing a profitable and successful business. I really truly love sharing my tips on how I launched not just one, but two very successful online businesses before I even turned 28 years old. If just if anyone is curious, I'm only 27. But today's episode is all about the big implementation strategy that I use when I'm working on creating a product, launching something, or really doing anything business related. So people always ask me how I have time for all the things and really just how I do it all. Well, the reality is, is I don't do it all. Let's just get that straight because I, you know, I do a lot of things, but I do a lot of things and I do them well. I've always got a plan in place each time I want to implement something and I make sure it's all planned out that I have time time that I have the budget to do it and that all my ducks are in a row before I get started. So this episode is literally my step-by-step process to implementation. And I think we should just dive right in. So let's do it. You're listening to the Legal Page Podcast, where we chat about life and business with a legal twist. I'm Paige, attorney and photographer helping online businesses and creatives tackle their business dreams without breaking out in hives. No more legal mumbo jumbo. This podcast features simple bite-sized advice that'll have you legally legit in no time. Are you ready? Let's get started. All right, legal pagers, this is one of my favorite business topics because I like to think of myself as an implementation queen. Uh, This title didn't just happen overnight, though. It really took lots of trial and error and ups and downs. I have failed so, 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 so many times in my business. That's just reality. That's how you learn. Uh, You live and you learn. You figure out how you're going to get back up and do it better the next time. And so But now I have a clear path and plan every time I want to implement something new. So whether that's a new email sequence, a new opt-in, planning out just my content for my Instagram posts, launching a course, pitching a podcast, putting a new contract template up in my online shop, putting up a new blog post, coordinating a styled shoot for my photography business, coordinating some type of giveaway on one of my accounts, literally everything always has an implementation plan. Everything you do is what I like to call a project. And those projects take time to put into place. Some can take 15 minutes and some can take 30 days, 60 days. They could take a whole year to implement. But what I like to do when I am thinking about my business strategy is think about the process for each project. Every process includes the following, and we're going to go step by step through each one. So the first is brain dumping. The second is filtering through that. The third is making a timeline or a calendar of that specific project. Fourth is reevaluate then. And fifth is pull your audience. Sixth is block off time in your schedule. And seventh is just do it. All right. So let's go back to the very first step with implementing a strategy effectively for any type of project. The first thing I do is brain dump. So I want you, of course, like we have all of these projects in our head and then we, you know, 
we come up with them all the time. That's just what entrepreneurs do. It's called the entrepreneur mind for a reason. But I want you to have a place, a designated spot where you do your brain dumping. It can be a Google document. It can be notes on your iPhone or iPad um, or whatever smartphone you have. We personally in my business have a board in Asana. We use Asana for all of our task management stuff. And I have a board that's literally called Paige's Brain Dump. And so I dump everything in there. And what this does is it one allows me to just get my ideas out and put them like down somewhere. So they're not just rolling around in my head. It allows me to kind of mold them over before I tackle and implement some type of project. It also allows my team members to see what I have brewing in my brain, because oftentimes I just think it and I don't speak it out loud to people. And it lets my team members as well, like look at where we're at as a business and see if they have any input on whether that project is going to be feasible or not. You can also, you guys, if you're just listening in, like I would suggest you, if you don't like have a specific place for brain dumping everything, just like write it all out on a piece of paper. It's really helpful to see it in tangible form. So if you're just like sitting there in a car or something along those lines, and you're listening to this, like just jot down everything, all of the projects that you want to implement, everything you're thinking about doing in your business, say within the next three to six months, write it all down on a piece of paper. If you don't have a piece of paper and you're listening to this podcast, get out your smartphone and start writing it down in your notes section. So that's step number one, brain dumping. Now the next step is filtering. So you want to filter through and figure out what will actually move the needle in your business. So what are you actually passionate about? That's really important as well, because what I have learned is those two are so interconnected. If you're not passionate about it, it's never going to move the needle in your business the way you want it to. And you're never going to make enough profit from something that you're just like, uh, this is something that I have to do. So In this list, wherever you've put this brain dump list, I want you to go through it. And I would suggest you give it time before you do this next step. Like, don't do it right away. Give yourself at least 24 hours. I would suggest, like, give it a week and come back to this. And then heart all of the things, put a little heart next to it, all of the things that you love and you feel a pull towards, you are passionate about, you really, really love this project and it's something that you want to do like yesterday because it's so important to you. So heart those things. And I want you to be very, very, very picky here because we, we like lots of things. Okay. And I want you to know the difference between like and love. So what do we really, really love? What are we super passionate about? What are things we just like? And that would be a cool thing to do. And then what are things that you're like, no, no, that's not something that I really actually want to do. So cross off the things that maybe someone else has told you to do. Like, this is what you're supposed to do, Mary, because that's what every photographer needs to do to be successful. But if you're looking at the list and it's not something you want to do, cross that off because it's not going to work for you if you're not passionate about it or if it's not something you actually want to do. Then I want you to reevaluate all of the things that you hearted and that you love so much. So you should have a shorter list now. And if you think that any of those things are not really going to help you, like it's just a busy task or it's just one more thing that maybe you're like 
audience doesn't really even care about. Really just think about it. Like, is this going to move the needle? So you might be passionate about it, but is it going to make you enough profit? Is it going to be worthwhile as a business project? Is there a good enough ROI on it? The return on investment of every project is really important. So is it going to help you in some way? Now, I just want to make a little caveat here that it doesn't have to be a dollar sign ROI. Sometimes that return on investment is just like getting new warm leads onto your email list or getting new warm audience members as followers on a Facebook group or your Instagram account. Um, So don't always attach a dollar sign to your return on investment. But all in all, through this filtering process, I want you to look at your list of brain dump stuff and think about each project and think hard if it's going to benefit your business now. Because what I've also seen is that if you are trying to tackle a project or a task that is better suited for, say, next year and you do it too soon, then it's not going to be as profitable or successful of a project launch as you need it to be. So make sure you're filtering through and then you're going to have a very small grouping. I want you to continue this process of filtering until you get down to about one or two projects that make sense for you to implement right now. Moving forward in the next week or two weeks or month, what can you do right now that you're passionate about that makes sense, that's going to move the needle, that you're willing and able to take on right now today? Then we're going to do a little timeline of those specific projects. So I call it calendaring and it is a tedious process, but it's very, very, very important for implementing strategies effectively because you should have, like I said, at least two things on your list that I want you to do this timeline or calendar step with. But if you have five, this is really going to help you as well. If you're like, Paige, I can't narrow this down to just one or two things. I have five to 10. Well, then do this step on all five to 10 of your projects that you want to implement and it will be narrowed down even more. So I literally want you to write down each step of implementing that project. And this is where the strategy comes into place. Literally, if you have to make a design in Canva, I want you to write it down. If you have to write a sales page, write it down. If you have to post on social media five times about that project, write it down. If you have to link something in your Instagram bio, write it down. If you have to send emails to team members, write it down. If you have to create a whole new, entirely different email funnel or sequence, write it down. If you have to review something that's going to take like 10 to 30 minutes, write it down. So I want you to write down every single step of that project from right now, starting with like the brain dumping stage of like where this is coming to fruition to you actually launching it to your audience. So what is this? What does this project entail? And then I want you to put a timestamp on each of those steps. So we're doing a timeline and then we're stamping it with how long it takes. So if it takes five minutes, you're going to put five minutes next to that step. If it takes you 10 minutes to design something in Canva and download it, put 10 minutes on it, so on and so forth. 
Now, the the point of this step of my implementation strategy is it really helps you see how long this process of this project is actually going to take. And I think this is where entrepreneurs actually struggle the most is they try to do all the things and they try to do them all at once and they forget that there's 80 million steps to certain little tiny projects that they forgot about. And if you can't physically write down exactly how long something is going to take and you can't see the process from beginning to end of a certain project, I don't think it's a project you should ever be implementing into your business because in reality, you aren't seeing big picture on that project. I want you to have a beginning, a middle, an end, and then the goal at the end. Like, what is your ultimate goal? So write down those steps and put a timestamp on them. Now, this is where I'm going to go back to where I was saying, if you have like five to 10 things that you want to implement right now into your business, a new project, you are going to very quickly see which one of those is actually feasible in your schedule to do. Because once you add up all of those steps of your like very specific timeline of those projects, some things could take three days, some things could take three hours, and some things could take like three months. And if right now this project is not a three-month project that you can take on, then you shouldn't be doing it. So that's why it's so important to write down each step. Which gets me to my fourth step in the process, which is reevaluate. Reevaluate all of these things. Um, If you are narrowing this down to one to two projects, that's great. That's right where you should be. I want you to decide if it's still a good idea. Does it fit within your business and personal schedule? And do you have the budget for it? So this is when there's those dollar signs come in. And I could go on and on and on about budgets, but that's like a totally different episode. I just want to make sure that you have the funds to complete this project and launch it appropriately. Like, does there need to be an ad spend? How long is it going to take you time-wise to do this? Do you have enough hours in the day that you shouldn't be spending on client work where you're bringing in an hourly rate or something like that? Do you have the funds to be able to export and ex, you know, like give these duties to your contractors that you have hired on your team? Those type of things. I, all in all, during this reevaluation stage, I just don't want you to add too much to your plate because you will be on a hamster wheel and that is no good for anyone and it will not be a successful project and it actually won't ever benefit your business if you're just doing way too much. So if that project is one of those things that you're like, it is way too much right now. I cannot do it. Then that's when you reevaluate and you say, that's not a project I'm going to work on right now and implement. So hopefully by this point, like I said, we're going to, we're going to try to narrow this down to like one thing and I'll tell you why in a second. So one thing, try to find one thing you're going to implement in the next week or two weeks and then pull your audience. So ask on Instagram, ask on like similarly situated Facebook groups, ask your friends and your colleagues in the industry, ask your partner, uh, if you have a husband or a wife that you need to reach out to, uh, that knows you so, so well, but also knows your business, ask them if it's a good idea, ask your family members if it's a good idea. Really, you're just trying to poll and see if 
People like what you think you want to implement. Lots of times the idea sounds really bomb and awesome to you, but then in reality, no one actually wants this thing that in project that you're trying to implement. So for example, I remember when I wanted to launch a workshop back in the day and I did my process above, I like timed everything out. I knew I had, um, you know, the funds, the energy to do it, ample time in my calendar to do it. Uh, I listed out how much money it was going to make. I timestamped everything. I just made sure like the step-by-step implementation of my workshop was going to have like a good return on investment. It was there. But then when I got to this pull your audience step, I realized that there wasn't any interest on this specific type of workshop. Nobody really wanted it. No one was going to come. No one was going to show up. They actually wanted a digital, like virtual workshop. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Cause a lot of my audience doesn't like live here and it wouldn't be beneficial for them to like, and they don't have the funds to like come to Montana and go to a workshop. So while I thought it was a really good idea and I saw all kinds of other entrepreneurs in the industry, like hosting in-person workshops, my people didn't actually want it. So then we decided not to launch it. It was like, scrap that project. So of course I'm going through these steps and I'm doing everything appropriately, but you want to make sure that you have like a very good frame of mind of what your project and this implementation is actually going to look like before you pull your audience, because through that process, you're still going to have at least, you know, a couple other things projects that you can implement. So if you get the no from your audience, then you just, you know, scrap that and go on to the next project that you're going to implement. So if they do like it, hopefully your audience is on board and they're totally into this new project that you're going to implement. The next step is blocking off time in your schedule. And again, this is where I see a lot of creatives and entrepreneurs and online businesses fail at implementing a project successfully because they don't calendar it. They don't make sure that it fits with the theme of everything that they're talking about on social media and in their emails and the overall discussion that they're having with their audience. You want to calendar so that the project is launched to your audience at a specific time. You don't want to just hit them in the face with something new. Uh, You want to think about what you're talking about, how you're talking about stuff, and then how this specific project really works with that discussion. You want to talk to your audience and make sure you're meeting them where they are at. And so again, this really coincides with polling your audience. Like, is this something that they want? Is this something they're even thinking about right now? Because if you're not really launching the project at the right time, then again, it's just going to flop. So make sure it's being launched, um, at, at the right time, like I said, and that you aren't traveling to a conference or you're out of town for a family situation or something like the week before it launches, because in reality, you won't have time to finish it all the way. So get out a calendar, figure out what's going on, Do you have enough time to like implement the strategy that you wrote out in step-by-step format above that we did in our timeline step? 
And you're going to just check and make sure that all of those steps fit in your personal and business calendar. And then does it make sense in your business calendar regarding what you are talking to your audience about? So do that, block off time in your schedule, figure out the time you're going to implement and figure out the time you're going to launch. And then the last step is just do it. Just implement the crap out of it because you have to have that get it done mentality or it's not going to get done. And we struggle with this because we like to do all the things all the time. Don't start a new project until you've finished this one and you've launched this one and you've launched it the right way. Now I'm using the word launch kind of very haphazardly here in terms of like a launch doesn't have to be you telling your audience that it's available. Sometimes the launch could just be you putting it up in a blog or doing something like if you're creating, say, like a wedding magazine, that's the project that you're going to implement. Obviously, you're not going to launch that wedding magazine to your audience online. You're going to launch it to brides who book with you. So just remember that like launching doesn't mean it has to happen right away. The launch phase could be a drawn out launch phase of you just being able to give that wedding magazine to each new bride and groom who book with you. So don't start any new projects until you finish this one and it's ready to go and get out there into your business day by day launch process. But even if there are more steps than you anticipated, because this always happens, if you hit a brick wall, if there's too many steps, if your creative juices stop flowing, I want you to just take a personal break. Like go work out, go on a walk, go do something for yourself, go shopping. I don't know, go hang out with family members or your partner or your best friend. I just don't want you to like stop working on this project and start another one because that's where everything gets messy with us as small business owners is we will like nine, we will get 80 to 90% of the way there to getting the project done. And then we're like, Oh, I need a break. I need to go work on something else. And then you don't ever finish. And if you will feel so much failure, if you don't get to the finish line, I always ensure I get to the finish line with my projects. And I think that that's kind of my secret sauce to implementing strategies and projects the right way because it entices me to actually do more and create more. It's a huge, huge motivator. I have to get it done. And I am just someone who can't multitask, which is, a I call it my little secret weapon, because I have to finish something before I can start something else. And so uh, everyone likes to think that being a multitasker is ve- is a good thing. It's a good trait to have. And I kind of want to like take that back a little bit because I actually think that you would be a 10 times more successful business owner and very, very like strategically business minded if you're actually implementing strategies finish them, finishing them, launching them before you start something else. So don't go on and multitask. That's just not a good idea. 
Anyway, those are my steps. I'm going to review them here for implementing strategies and getting projects done. So here are my steps again. Brain dump is number one. Number two is filtering through that brain dump. Number three is create a timeline or calendar of that specific project and timestamp each of those steps. Next is reevaluate. Fifth is pull your audience. Sixth is block off time in your schedule to make sure that that is a good time for you to implement and launch the project. And then the last step is do it. Just get it done. And hopefully this implementation strategy that's a play-by-play was very, very helpful for you. Uh, This is kind of a bite-sized episode where I really just want you to have this, you know, little tool in your tool belt. And I want you to ensure that your business is the best it can be by utilizing this implementation strategy. You are sure to be more productive and more profitable in the long run, or really the short run, if you're a fast implementer, if you're doing this process, because it's going to ensure that you get things done in an effective and an efficient manner. So, I have hope. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Cheers to a good week, legal pagers. Let's go get that implementation started right now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Legal Page Podcast. See, I told you being legally legit isn't so scary. Be sure to visit thelegalpage.com for all show notes. And it would be super awesome if you could head over to iTunes and leave a review. Last but not least, don't forget to join my free Facebook group for unlimited legal and biz Q&A. Chat soon, Legal Pagers.